0: Welcome to the official OCPHA podcast journey series, where we interview our local Orange County healthcare professionals about their professional journey into their specialized fields. Uh, My name is Tony, and I'll be your host this week. And I am joined by our special guest, uh, pharmacist, Dr. Lee Meyer. Thank you, Dr. Lee Meyer, for taking your time to be a guest on the podcast. How are you doing today?
1: My pleasure. I'm doing well. Thanks, Tony.
0: Awesome. Did you have a great uh, Thanksgiving weekend?
1: had a very restful and uh, pleasant Thanksgiving. I hope you did too
0: yeah yeah I did uh to be respectful of your time um can you tell us a little bit more about yourself?
1: well i'm um been a pharmacist for over forty years and spent my entire career in long term care once i i found that specialty and I found that probably within a year after graduating from pharmacy school so i'm uh I have uh two grown children and my wife is a pharmacist uh, who works for a scan. Health Plan or actually Independence at Home which is part of SCAN Health Plan and um, just uh, having enjoyed being a pharmacist in long-term care for a long, long 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 time. It's it's really exciting to me and uh, I um, I have gotten a lot out of being a long-term care pharmacist over the years as well.
0: That's great. So, before you even decided to choose pharmacy, did you entertain any other ideas of what career to go to? And I guess what ultimately led you to deciding that you wanted to get into pharmacy?
1: Yeah, I I went to college because uh, it was better than going to Vietnam. So, I really didn't have a um, clear career path at that time. My father was an airline pilot and I always thought I wanted to be an airline pilot. But my eyes were not were not up to par, and I was competing with a lot of guys that got out of the service and were pilots already. So, I I went to college really to kind of find what was next, and landed in a five unit biology class with a with a number of in my freshman year with a number of folks who were of course headed toward a professional degree either in pharmacy or medicine or dentistry, um, science of, of some type, and I really enjoyed it. My first uh, class was um, a biology called botany class, which was, um, I had a terrific teacher and and uh, the bar was set high. Yeah, I just really enjoyed that. And uh, so I decided to change my major from business to biological sciences and, and went that way for four years through undergraduate school and had a friend who had a huge influence on me as a, as a friend and as a professional, who uh, his name was Terry Cater, he was a pharmacist in Northern California, and he he kind of steered me toward pharmacy. I went to UOP for undergraduate work, and University of Pacific School of Pharmacy he was right across the river in Stockton. And uh, Terry spent most of his time over there, but we talked a lot, and I decided to to check pharmacy out. And a lot of the guys that I, I hung out with were in. The health sciences, and so there was kind of an atmosphere around uh, health sciences that uh, was growing for me. And I decided to take a chance on on pharmacy school. It sounded like a great career, great potential. Thoroughly enjoyed pharmacy school. I mean, science kind of came to life for me in pharmacy school, and it was, of course, intense. Like all everybody who's been to pharmacy school or is in pharmacy school knows that was how I got into pharmacy. And uh, I thank Terry to this day for, you know, his, his uh, guidance.
0: Wow, that's a really life-changing experience. Like you went from um, not knowing what to do and then you went into the biological sciences, which kind of like got you yeah. into pharmacy as well.
1: Yeah, and at that time, pharmacy was, clinical pharmacy was kind of in its infancy and was the buzzword. So everybody in the class either wanted to go and open up their own pharmacy or they wanted to go into some type of institutional pharmacy and get a clinical job. So, um, we didn't know much about what clinical pharmacy was at the time. I think UCSF and USC were kind of case setters in clinical pharmacy at that time. And uh, really, no such thing as managed care um, back in those days. So, managed care pharmacy jobs were few and far between, except if you were involved with uh, the state Medicaid or Medi Cal program. And uh, so, so, really, the, the cream of the crop type job was a, a hospital job doing clinical work. So, we were all looking for, a lot of us were looking for things that would take us out from behind the counter, and be able to engage with patients more, engage with the public more, share our knowledge, do more with our knowledge.
0: So, um, I understand that you're, you're a certified geriatrics pharmacist. Can you go into a little bit more about what you currently do?
1: Yeah. Currently, I run a pharmacy operation. In Anaheim that services assisted living, immediate care facilities, and skilled nursing facilities. Uh, we're part of a larger organization called Guardian Pharmacy of Southern California, which, which is a pharmacy in San Diego called Ron's Pharmacy Services. And, uh, Guardian Southern California is part of the national company called Guardian Pharmacy Services that is uh, an amalgamation of 30 or 35 independently, formerly independently owned pharmacies that were servicing senior living environments of one type or another, either skilled nursing, assisted living, and and, and other related services like hospice and home health and and, um, intermediate care facilities and that type of thing. So folks in uh, congregate living situations, and that was our specialty, mostly geriatrics.
0: Okay, um, so I guess with the uh, different options that a pharmacy career can provide, like what made you decide to go into what you're doing today?
1: Oh, okay. Um, well, to finish off the board certification uh, as a as a board certified geriatric pharmacist, one develops a higher level of expertise in one of the BPS specialties. This happens to be geriatrics. In my case. And so, with that specialty i I have the opportunity to if I wasn't running a pharmacy or uh, be, being a pharmacist in the dispensing function, then I could, as a board certified geriatric pharmacist, be a consultant pharmacist, be a pharmacist that hangs out my own shingle like, and um, and develop an independent practice that focuses on on seniors and maybe seniors with you know some type of a specialty. Uh, disease state like uh, dementia or psychiatric issues, that kind of thing. There are folks at this time who have board certification that are out in independent practice around the country and the American Society of Consultant Pharmacists is kind of home base uh, national organization for for the folks that I have met uh, that are doing that across the country. So there's a uh, Pharmacists in Saint, a couple of pharmacists in St. Louis that have independent independent practices. Um, a friend of ours, in, and who's now in Rhode Island, had an independent practice with uh, geropsych patients, and and actually had had patients referred to her by geropsych and geriatric uh, psychiatric nurses. So that that special this specialty is just kind of opening up as. Um, an independent practice or the opportunity is opening up for independent practice in this particular area. And I've hovered always around the, the consultant pharmacist role as defined by CMS. That is consulting and as required by CMS nursing homes and um, applying the geriatric uh, pharmacist skills in that environment. So that's that's kind of what... Um, what the board certification has led me to and, and, and kind of the answer to your last question, which was, what, um, what opportunities or what what uh, do I do or could do with, with my background?
0: Okay, wow. I guess for people who are looking to change their career, like a pharmacist that's currently in practice and they find an interest in geriatrics or maybe even a student that is currently going through pharmacy school... And they want to find more about, like, uh, the specialty of geriatrics. Do you have any kind of advice that you can give them?
1: Yeah, I think probably the closest, the the way for someone who is interested to get closest to working with geriatric patients, at least in a long term kind of a way, would be to seek out a long term care pharmacy provider. And those folks are going to have either a staff pharmacist who does consulting or they will hire an independent consultant pharmacist to, again, back to independent practice, one can become a consultant pharmacist and contract with facilities directly to, to be their, their, their consultant pharmacist. But to get in on the ground floor and to kind of learn what it's about, I, I would suggest to someone who is interested to find a person who's already doing that, either for a long-term care pharmacist or independently as a consultant, and find out what um, what that job is all about and shadow that person, perhaps or at least meet with them. There are other folks, uh, although not as readily accessible, who are board-certified geriatric pharmacists, and it need not be. You need not have the BCG uh, certification, uh, BCGP certification to get in this area and, and work in this area. But one who has gone to that uh, that effort is probably committed to the field of geriatrics and probably engaged uh, deeply in geriatrics and may be able to open a student's eyes or interested party's eyes to more opportunities in geriatrics. So there are some folks who aren't consulting in nursing homes who are Working, for example, in with senior centers, or through a through a clinic associated with a, a school of pharmacy, working with um, geriatrics somehow. So those would be uh, two or three pathways that I could recommend.
0: Wow, that's really good advice. Thank you. I'm sure our listeners uh, appreciate listening to what you have to say. Uh, is there anything you'd like to promote, or if if people want to reach you,
1: if anyone is is interested in having some questions answered or talking a little further about what it's like to work in the area, they are more than welcome to contact me and my um, email address is Lee.Meyer, M-E-Y-E-R, at M2, the number two, pharmacists, plural, dot uh, com.
0: All right. Thank you. And we'll put that in the comments for this episode as well so you guys can uh, directly contact uh, Dr. Lee Meyer. Um, all right. But uh, to be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again for taking some time out of your day to be our guest on the podcast. And I'm sure our listeners learn a lot about you and your field.
1: Thank you, Dr. Dow. I appreciate it. Thank you
0: very much. If you guys like this episode, please subscribe to our podcast to get notified of future episodes. For more information about OCPHA, you can find us at ocpha.org or on our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. But until next time, OCPHA is signing off, reminding you to get determined, get inspired.